This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, for uh, jumping on this morning. I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, I updated my professional purpose just a little bit here. I want to read it to you, see if you catch any uh, changes to it. But it's, it goes like this now. My professional purpose is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. I do that by helping you handle challenges that you face every day. You can effectively manage situations that arise on a daily basis. You'll be more productive, live a more optimized life, and in turn, live a life with less challenges. Today, I want to show you how the power of daily tracking can have a massive impact on your productivity and your results. If I learned one thing during the first half of 2021, it's how a commitment to a one big thing for 90 days can have a dramatic impact on your personal life and your professional results. Now, when I say commitment, I mean daily hyper-focus on your one BT. To stay focused on your one BT, again, your one big thing, you need a scorecard to track your results. As a reminder, the productivity hack, which I talked about in, in February, uh, has four stages. First and foremost, you have to identify your one BT. You need to burn the shifts, which basically means that you are giving yourself no way out. And for me, that means telling as many people as possible, right? Having accountability and then committing to three to five daily action items that you track every single day. So those are the four areas. Identify the one big thing, burn the ships, commit to three to five daily action items, and then track your results and your progress. By now, you've identified your Q3 goal, right? Your one big thing, and have started to execute on it. If you haven't, it's probably gonna start today, right? What are the three to five daily actions that you've committed to doing every day to support that goal? Let's take one example, okay? I've talked to a lot of agents that are focused on cleaning up their database and in some cases are creating and truly committing to a database for the first time. So in this scenario, your daily action items might be something like following. Review, edit, prune, and recategorize two Top 100 contacts each weekday, and then you track that. Two people. It's probably a half an hour of your day, if that, maybe 20 minutes. The second area that you might want to track is reconnect or contact one of your top 100 in a meaningful way, and you do that five days a week, and then track that, okay? A third way, a third thing that you could track is prune, update, tag, in, or edit five contacts a day in your active pipe, which is your email marketing platform, and just track that. When was the last time you went through your database and cleaned it up? Now, again, this is if your Q3 goal, your one big thing is to come out of the quarter with a fully edited, fully functional, operational database. Now, if you don't use a software program, CRM, like Close, simply create a Google Doc or Excel spreadsheet to start this process. You can use it later to kind of track your implementation of a CRM. 
you'll be able to use a sheet, like I said, to implement a CRM into your business. And I do highly recommend using Close or any other software program. I personally did not like Close in the beginning. It took me, I don't know, seven or eight hours in it to learn it. And then once I saw the functionality of it, I, I, I kind of was won over and I'm using it now. Okay. Now, remember, a CRM's main use, if used properly, is to remind you to stay connected to your prospects and client database. In my, the way I coach is that the CRM's job is to remind you, not do the work for you, okay? You still have to pick up the phone. You still have to send a text. You still have to send a thank you note. You still have to do all of these things, you know, to maintain those relationships. You cannot automate thoughtfulness. Okay. Now, if you want more information on this, go back to my take flight course. Um, we're on my Monday morning pep talks. Uh, it was late September, October, those September 14th through October 5th, actually, were the dates that those four dates that I talked about database management. You can go back to the podcast or you can go onto my website under the course, um, askjimmiller.com. Um, and you can listen all to my instruction on how to manage a database. Um, if that's what your Q3 goal is, it'd be good for you to probably review it. Now, if you do all of that on a daily basis, just imagine where you would be with your database by the end of the quarter, okay? Now, if you're tracking a health and wellness goal, like weight loss, creating a healthy lifestyle, um, you know, I've, I've recently had a lot of success chunking down my initiatives into a daily goal. In fact, my goal in Q1 and Q2 was to simply burn 500 more calories a day than I took in. The goal was one pound a week. And what I didn't know is that one pound is actually 3,500 calories. Okay. So if you had a seven days a week times 500 calories a day, if I burned 500 calories a day more than I took in, I would lose one pound. And I tracked basically the following items for the better part of the first half of this year. And that was, I literally rid junk food out of my diet. I, I don't eat it anymore. And that was a real struggle for me when I was in a rush at drive through drive through and you guys know the rest. Um, limit carbs to one to two times a week. I love baguettes and I love pasta and it is hard for me to limit that, but I did and I've chosen other things instead. Three, I tracked 50 ounces of water each day and I made sure that I got enough hydration. It's an important part. Number four, I eat clean and I ate healthy food and that's something that I tracked, tracked those calories. Lunch is kind of a big meal for me because I'm um, I don't, not a big breakfast eater, never have been. Um, so lunch is a big meal for me. And then I, um, eat less in the evening, uh, most evenings, but, uh, anyway, eat clean and healthy food. And I track that. And then the fifth one was, I wanted to make sure that I broke a sweat six out of seven days. And my Apple watch was really, really important for that. I don't know if you, those of you that understand um, the Apple Watch, it has like a fitness um, app and it syncs with your Apple Watch. And my goal is to moving forward is to close my rings five out of seven days. 
moving forward to maintain some of my success that I've had. So I, like I said, I was committed from February 9th and that was the day my Peloton showed up um, through June 30th. And the result was 22 pounds, which is about one pound a week, which was what my goal was. But even more important than the weight was the, the biorhythms and healthy lifestyle that I created. That's what I'm most proud of. Um, the energy levels and how I feel are just, it's next, it's next level. Um, and there's zero chance that I would have had that success team if I would not have tracked those simple five things a day in order to burn 500 calories more than I took in, which was a pound a week. Now, if you have a personal finance goal, similar tracking can have a massive impact. And I discussed financial literacy 101 and what I wish I knew when I was 30 back on February 8th and February 15th. Um, if you have not listened to those two, those are important. Those are super important uh, uh, episodes. Uh, tracking in personal finance basically is you've heard the word budget, right? Like you've got a budget and you stick to it. And people have been able to really commit. Those that commit to a budget over 30, 60, 90 days or a year can completely flip their financial situation just by tracking what they spend. Okay. Um, now I get the question a lot, Jim, like, what do you, use, what tool do you use to track your results? Well, as I've, I've mentioned how positive, uh, what a positive impact the book, um, the compound effect written by Darren Hardy has had on my life since it was written back in 2010. I picked it up probably six months to a year after it was written and in chapter four, starting on page 189, he introduces um, his weekly rhythm register, okay? And it's basically a daily scoring tracking method. If you just simply Google it, and you'll find that PDF that you can print off. Uh, and it's the best tracking method that I have found, and I still use it today. I've got one out for the week and ready to execute on those areas that I have committed to for Q3. Um, and here's some things that I've learned as it relates to tracking. Um, use a weekly scorecard. I tried a monthly scorecard. Um, and what I found is that I lost interest in it about week two, week three. And um, so it's better to recommit on a weekly basis. And that's what the, the, the uh, rhythm register, uh, weekly rhythm register that Darren Hardy created does. Um, do not track more than seven to 10 items. Anything more than that is too much, okay? Uh, it just becomes too overwhelming. Uh, the goal here is to, you know, create a habit. And once that habit has been created, just drop it off of what you track, right? I talked about junk food now, you know, earlier in the call. It's not even something that I, you know, that I um, have a desire for or that I have, you know, you know, that I have a taste for anymore. So I don't even track it because it's not something that, you know, I even have a taste for anymore. So it's not something that's on my weekly rhythm register. But in the beginning, it was. Uh, interestingly enough, I had, you know, when I was teaching this class, I think it was back in when I was teaching Take Flight. There was one of my students that said that she was drinking two liters of Coca-Cola a day. 
Can you imagine? And by using this rhythm register, she was able to get rid of that habit, uh, which, of course, over the life of someone's life, that's going to have a massive impact. Um, keep adding and subtracting from the sheet, right? Uh, the goal is to always have things on there that you are wanting to add to as a habit or things that you want to get out of your life, right? And once that's been corrected or added, just take it off. Only track the things that you're focused on in the moment. Those are my tips that I've learned over the years. Now, as you remember, or as I brought up before, it takes 21 days to create a habit and about 90 days to create a lifestyle. Um, lifestyle is, again, where literally your, your subconscious and your body has taken over, which I'll mention here and again in a minute. But as you know, change is not easy. And if you're a person that has always struggled creating and maintaining massive results, you need to start focusing on winning the day. Um, I posted something on my uh, from the desk of Jim Miller that stated that, you know, today in a year, in a year, you will have wished you started, right? A year ago um, on a certain topic. And that really uh, rang true for a lot of people that, that sometimes people, in a lot of cases, people just cannot get started on what they want to create. And, it, and a year passes and they're still in the same spot. So the way you do this is that you focus on winning the day. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't think about how, how important it is for you to start seeing results right away. Just focus on winning today. And if you win enough days, you'll win the week. If you win enough weeks, you'll win the month. If you win enough months, you'll win the quarter. And as we learned in the 12-week year, if you win enough quarters, you'll gain a firm hold on your three-year vision. Now, again, the goal here is to build enough biorhythms that your body and your subconscious take over. And when it starts getting really interesting, folks, is when you start stacking up these quarters on top of each other with wins, right? Where your body and your mind do them on autopilot. You've seen a lot of those folks that you're like, man, it seems so easy. They make it seem so easy. Well, folks, it's because they have created habits, rituals, routines, systems, boundaries that protect them from what doesn't work. Find what works for you and continue to do it. Find what doesn't work for you and delete it out of your life. And that's really where success comes from, is just always leveling up your habits. And the way to do that is to track it, is to find out how you're doing on a daily basis and track it by the week. And if you do that, you'll find yourself a quarter from now not really fully recognizing yourself. And you do that over time, look out. Imagine 12 quarters of leveling up after a three-year period of time, what your life, your business, and everything could look like. So anyway, I, I encourage you to start this tracking method immediately. Don't wait. Don't be just entertained by this call. Take action.
Kane, thank you so much for, for jumping on today. I appreciate it. And um, we'll talk to you again next week.